Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski. I think Joe Gillio, on her camera, it looked like he was frozen for a second, but then I saw his eyes moving. Like <laughs> he's still moving. Joe G, do you hear us? He does not We hear miss us. you. Come back. That's what it is. That's what it was. Are you there? <laughs> I don't know. You hear us? Got you now. Okay. Woo! Okay. Yes, party time. <laughs> we were confused. That for was a amazing. Day. You were like really into whatever you were I reading, was and at one point, article. I <laughs> thought you were frozen, and then I realized you weren't just frozen. like staring. Wait, which which hardened which hardened rumor article were you reading, or which tweets? Uh, just so many. I, I have so many okay. hard things out here. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, good thing we got Sean Pendergast. He could help us out. Yeah, Sean Pendergast going to join us here on the Roman Guest Line from Odyssey Sports Radio 610 each day, 6A to 10 a.m. Eastern time, Central Time. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line. Sean, welcome to the show. And uh, let's start with this. There's so many ways to play Super Bowl Sunday. What's your favorite? I'm sure you looked at all these props like we have for uh, for two straight weeks. What, what's your favorite way to play this game? I, I like to play. And I'm, I, and I appreciate you guys having me on. My, my, my favorite thing, I have, I have a few things that I, I like to stretch it out throughout the day. I treat it like my mom used to treat Christmas, where she liked to like go real <laughs> slow through the stockings, then eat breakfast, mm-hmm. and then we each take turns eating gifts. So it becomes an all-day thing. Like I, and I try to do it in a way that responsibly manages my bankroll. So – I like the cross-sport bets because it gives me a reason to watch a sporting event typically early in the day. It's not the Super Bowl, and I don't win or lose that bet. It just sets me up for an opportunity to either win or lose during the Super Bowl. So that becomes like a bet that consumes like six hours of my show. So I like to sprinkle, I like to sprinkle a few of those in. Um, I do like to, if, if I'm going to bet the game like hardcore, like how I think it's going to go with the prop bets, um, I just I go in my mind like, well, how do I think this game is going to play out? And then I pick three or four prop bets that I think sort of mirror that. And we can get into what I think about this game in just a little bit. But, you know, what's the flow of the game? Who do I think is going to win? What type of game? What pace of the game? That kind of thing. And then I always like to do the national anthem because it gives me a reason to go scout YouTube. 
and go see like what the artist has done on previous national anthems. Like I'm not an X's and O's guy. Like I don't, I, you know, I look at all 22 film and it's just football from a different angle to me, but the national anthem like that, I can break down that I can go to YouTube and feel like a real film expert. So I like to bet that as well. So that's, that's kind of my, that's my MO throughout the day. Well, let's start with the anthem then, because we got Mickey Guyton. The number is a minute and 35 seconds. Now she was recorded at 124, 125. We all know the info is going to be out there on Friday. But uh, does that mean that you're going to bet on the under since we've got 10 seconds of wiggle room? Or will you start to uh, wait until Friday afternoon when the rehearsals are out there? And then it's all over Twitter what the uh, what the number was. Yeah, lately, you're right, with the rehearsal and everything like that. I know, do we climb on board? You know, the it's funny, the um, the books have smartened up to this a little bit uh, because the last few years, if I remember correctly, for whatever reason, the overs were getting there. Like, they were the, the, these guys, you know, the guys and gals singing the national anthem were taking their moment in the spotlight and trying to stretch it out for 10 or 15 seconds longer than they normally do. So the books have, have kind of caught up to that a little bit. Um, so I, it's a tough number this year. I, I, like, I, uh, I am probably going to lean over, like hoping that the rehearsal is something that brings the number down a little bit. And then when the bright lights go on, that Mickey Guyton's going to want to just stretch out the, uh, you know, the, the moments of fame for as long as possible. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to go over on this thing probably is what I'm going to ultimately do. I love hearing everyone's strategy and how they're playing this as we get um, closer to the Super Bowl. Have you thought about an MVP pick, um, whether it's a long shot or something more realistic? Yeah, I um, I, I tell you, Aaron, I uh, usually if I if I'm picking an underdog in the game, then typically what I'll do is I'll bet on their quarterback to win MVP instead of betting on the money line um, on that team because you you get. If, if an underdog wins the Super Bowl, then usually it's because their quarterback played really well. I actually, I think the Rams are gonna. I think the Rams are gonna work the Bengals this year in the Super Bowl. So I, I, and I think it's gonna be the defense. I don't like to take. If I'm picking the favorite, I don't like to take chalky type of picks like Matthew Stafford. So I, I would go on the defensive side of the ball because I think that, uh, and I forget what the odds are that I got him at, but I, I, I took Aaron Donald as the MVP of this game because I think it, this has a feeling of one of those games where the, the Rams' front seven destroys what I think is a really mediocre Cincinnati offensive line, and Aaron Donald has one of those huge games with a, maybe a big game change, kind of like a Von Miller game back in 2015 for the Super Bowl. So I, I, I went with Aaron Donald in this one. So let's talk about Joe Burrow. Um, you know, you're in Houston, not too far from LSU. You've watched this kid like we have go from, I mean, you know, he couldn't even start at Ohio State, gets to LSU, and then it's just been this crazy rise where – you know, we put him now in the category of one of the best quarterbacks in all of football. How do you think Burrow's going to play here? You already said you think that Rams defensive line is going to cook. That could mean some trouble for Burrow. Or do you think he finds a way to get through it and still puts up numbers, which he's done a lot here in the playoffs? Yeah, I'm not. I tell you, for a, Joe, for a game that, you know, that I think the Rams defense is going to be the, I, you know, as you guys can tell, I think the matchup that's going to decide this game is the, Rams front seven versus the Bengals offensive line, as I said. I actually am staying away from some of the Burrow props because I think numbers-wise, I think Burrow could wind up putting some decent passing yardage numbers up because I think the Bengals are going to be operating from behind. This could be one of those games, I think, where the, the Bengals abandon the run because they're behind in this game. So I think Joe Burrow could put up some empty yards in this game. I love Joe Burrow. I love his game. Um, I, I just think they've <laughs> – 
the, the Bengals have been kind of skating on thin ice. I mean, you, you look, they probably, they, they probably shouldn't have won against Tennessee. You know, just Ryan Tannehill was abysmal in that game, but they gave up nine sacks and still found a way to win. I don't think the offensive line did all that great a job against Kansas City. I know in the box score they did in terms of sacks given up, but Joe Burrow is still operating with a ton of clutter around him. And this Rams front seven is just a different deal than either of these two teams. And I know the, the, the Titans have a nice they, – they've got a nice pass rush, but this is just – this is a totally different deal. So I'm staying away from the Burrow props only because I think there could be some empty numbers put up in this thing. But I, I think this – this is going to be one of those things that I thought the Chiefs game would be for the Bengals, which is a bit of a learning lesson. They're a team that's going to be big in the future moving forward with Burrow and that young nucleus that they have. But sometimes you need to get baptized first, and I think that's what this is going to be. <laughs> Sean, I wanted to uh, go back to the cross-sport bets. Uh, n- not something I've done a lot in the past. We haven't really talked about it th- that much. We'll probably address it over the next couple of days. But just your strategy there and what exactly you're looking for. Uh, when I was looking at the list, the most intriguing thing for me, because I do follow golf, is some of the stuff that ties into the Masters. But that's something we're going to have to wait a little bit. Are you, are you looking for things that are going to be settled by the end of the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, I like him. I, 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 um, I don't need total immediate gratification, but I need gratification within like the same 24 to 48 hour period. Like I holding like like back in the day before you could do it online, like me physically actually hanging on to a ticket like that and not losing it <laughs> was a big issue. So that that's probably what got me in the habit. But no, I'm more I'm a big you know, I like the NBA and they, you know, the NBA will they'll they'll plunk a few games down early in the day on Super Bowl Sunday. So that's usually what it is for me. You know, I, 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 it gives me a reason to watch an NBA game early in the day. And then I got the Super Bowl late in the day, but some of them, some of them are fun, you know, like some of them where they cross over into like politics and it's like, you know, number of, number of uh, Cam Akers rushing yards versus the approval rating of Joe Biden on March 1st, you know, like those are, those have gotten intriguing to me, but no, usually it's, usually it's sporting events that are in sort of the same weekend. What are your thoughts on Lovey Smith to the Texans and what he can bring? Yeah, I was at that press conference yesterday. I actually did my show from NRG Stadium about 50 feet from the uh, from the stage where they introduced Lovey Smith to the to the fans here. I, look, it was really weird how the Texans arrived here with Lovey Smith, obviously. I mean, you guys follow the story like he wasn't even on the finalist list and then on Sunday the news breaks that Lovey Smith is in talks to be the head coach of the team. Like it was a radio host's worst nightmare. Cause I, cause I do morning radio. So I have the whole rundown already for Monday's show. Literally as I'm getting ready to go to bed, I tell my wife, I'm going to hit the hay. I'm going to try to, you know, go, get a little sleep before the show. And then the tweet comes out that Lovey Smith, like a totally new person is now probably going to be the head coach. Like, all right, now I'm going to be up till midnight. So I will tell you this that I know Lovey wasn't on the radar for any other teams as far as being the head coach. He was the D.C. here last year. His, he won the press conference yesterday. He at least feels like a real NFL head coach. And before you laugh at that, you have to know, David Culley felt like a fan who won a contest to be an NFL head coach last year. Like, he felt nothing like an NFL head coach. So the fact that Lovey Smith sat up there yesterday at the press conference and actually sounded like somebody – who you would want running your football team and probably even want as your grandfather as well. Cause he's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is uh, was progress for the Houston Texans. I, everybody feels good about it today. Now this is still a really bad football team. Like that. The biggest thing is the roster. Like they need to find players, but for 24 hours, we could at least feel 
like everybody's pulling in the same direction in Houston again, because this is an angry fan base right now. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sean, do you believe that the franchise wanted to hire Josh McCown and didn't because of how it would come off or look or the the whole uh, backdrop of the Brian Flores lawsuit and what's happening around the NFL? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think the optics are just too much to think that that wasn't the case. Now, Nick Casario, the general manager, uh, denied that at the press conference yesterday, and he was on with us. He was on with me and Seth Payne again this morning on our show. He, he joins our show on a regular basis. He insists that this was a process where Lovey was involved throughout behind the scenes and, you know, kind of the more and more the process went through. Uh, they, 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 they went through it, you know, because Lovey was involved in the conversations because there was a chance they were going to keep him around as a defensive coordinator. He's always been very well respected. So they just sort of arrived at Lovey Smith and the lawsuit wasn't anything that affected it. It's really tough to believe that, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> you know, and, and I do believe Josh McCown was going to be the choice. And I think this lawsuit saved them from what at the very least would be an absolutely catastrophic decision even before the Flores lawsuit it would have been a catastrophic decision because the guy has no coaching experience at all and he's kind of attached friendship wise to the least popular sports figure in town here and it's Jack Easterby the executive vice president of the team former team chaplain for the New England Patriots who's now an executive for the Texans it's like I said it's weird around here guys um but uh but, yeah, I, I absolutely think that the Flores lawsuit played a role in how they arrived at Lovey. And I, you know what? Yeah. It may wind up being a happy accident in this whole thing because Lovey is a much better choice than Josh McCown would have been. Well, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, instill some professionalism in that locker room. I'm in Chicago, so I, I know Lovey's style, and I know how much those players. Those, you talk to Peanut Tillman, talk to Lance Briggs, Brian Erlacher, Alex Brown. They, they can't stop praising Lovey Smith. They really wanted it to work for him at the University of Illinois. And it reminds me of uh, like what we went through here after the Mark Trustman debacle. Okay, he's not the best coach, but let's clean the locker room up a little bit. And they brought in John Fox uh, to start their rebuild. It sounds quite similar, but uh, as an outsider's point of view, it felt like, okay, Coley's there to get us to our next guy. 
and now it feels like you guys are in the same place again. Lovey's there to get us to our next guy. Like, when is Casario really going to get his dude? Yeah, that's that's my that was my gut reaction too, Joe. Was okay. This I like Lovey, but this feels a little like I'll tell you what I described it as, and, and this goes back to 2020 with the Texans when they fired Bill O'Brien and Romeo Cornell took over. And Romeo Cornell wasn't even the DC at that point. He was just a consultant in the building who probably thought he was, you know, he was on his golden parachute phase with the team. Like he had an office and he probably had his grandkids visiting him every day, that kind of thing. And now he's a head coach of a football team. He did it because he did the Texans a solid. David Culley took the job as sort of a holdover. I almost looked at Lovey Smith when the news broke on Sunday and Monday that he was going to be the head coach as sort of a hybrid of those. Now Lovey's got a way better resume than both of those guys. But is the, the spirit behind the hire being sort of a hybrid where he's doing the Texans a solid because they were about to hire a white dude in the wake of the Flores lawsuit. And how long is he going to be here? Kind of similar to Cully, like you just said. I went into that press conference yesterday wanting to be sold to that this was going to be the choice. And I'll preface this by saying I'm very easily sold to. Like I'm the mark that walks into every store and the sales guy just starts salivating because I just buy stuff. <laughs> I... I I'm cool with Lovey right now. Like, can Lovey be the guy who gets you beyond the next couple of years? Maybe I'm still in the afterglow of the press conference yesterday, but I'd like to think that he can be. But it's a totally valid question. I, I think the other thing, when you brought up the guys, how much they like Lovey Smith, I think the other thing I would make people understand that aren't in this market is not only is it a fractured fan base, but former players had been really angry with the team just because of what a joke they'd become the last couple of years with some of these decisions, the trades and the hirings and the firings and everything else. Yesterday at that Lovey Smith press conference, Andre Johnson was there. You know, uh, Jonathan Joseph was there. Several other former prominent players with this team back when they were actually a good football team who are retired now were at the press conference. It was really the first time that it felt like everybody from former players to current players to coaching staff to media to fans are kind of moving in the same direction. So even if Lovey is just like a two-year solution that that can get this thing moving in the right direction and get people feeling good about it again. We appreciate it. Sean Pendergast on the Roman guest line. On the other side, we'll continue talking to some great guests. Patrick Everson, Props.com on Super Bowl 56. That's next on the Beck UL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.